Welcome to Franken Talk. You know what? We're going to start with Captain Nemo. Okay? I'm just going to let it play. Enjoy. This guy is a freaking virtuoso. Captain Nemo 
by Michael Schenker. Uh, so it's Sunday morning, it's 6.54 a.m. That's the beginning of this talk. I want you to imagine yourself holding up a grain of sand and imagining that that is a representation of the Earth in our universe. I was just reading an issue of Iron Fist by Ed Brisson and Mike Perkins. And I gotta tell you, it's a, it's a pretty fantastic series thus far. Well, the whole concept of Iron Fist is actually fantastic. Well, let me, let me, let me tell you. I talk a lot about politics. But my real love is in comic books. I believe Scott McCloud uh, illustrated best by calling it sequential art. That's what I love about it. I got lucky, everyone. I was able to grow up in the TV universe without having a TV. When I was younger, I was given on my eighth birthday, what's my eighth birthday? A TV radio. So it was a radio that tuned in the TV signals and played the audio so that I could be in a, I could be in a room reading a book, listening to the TV, and not have to be occupied with looking at the TV. That, in turn, allowed me to enjoy radio a lot more. First of all, since it's radio, you have to occupy your time with something a lot more informational than a TV signal. See, that occupies your, your eyes as well as your ears. So it keeps you captive. It just, that's, that's my opinion of it. Now, of course, you know, I have a TV. Now I do. But for at least a decade, I didn't. I actually gave the TV away to a, an old girlfriend of mine, if you can believe that. I wheeled it to her house on a skateboard. Hopefully she's still enjoying it. That, that TV actually had a radio on it, if you can believe that. I never should have given, given that bloody thing away. Ah. But what are you going to do? That's the kind of guy I am. Anyway, so let's go back Let's go back to comics. So, started, I'll start with Marvel Comics. Just to, just to let you know. And really, of all, of all comic books, Marvel Comics are my favorite. I mean, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man I grew up uh, enjoying. Now, many of you who, who do know me, I'm, I'm a big black guy, all right? That had no bearing whatsoever on my enjoying Spider-Man as a character, as being sure, as being sure of that. I, I, I uh, fancy myself uh, a Peter Parker in my own right. I just never got bitten by a, by a radioactive spider. I'm a science guy. That's the way I grew up. I went to a specialized high school. I took the test for the school, 
and I didn't plan for that. I just, I got pulled out of the class, and I said I should take the test, and I took the test, and I passed it. I made it. I made it to a specialized high school. I also made it to uh, art and design. And I went to the reason I went to the specialized high school was because it was farther away, so I could. I could uh, explore, and I did, and uh, I had a great time. You should actually see a yearbook picture of mine. It's uh, it's it's one of the greatest yearbook pictures of all time, if you if you ask me. And if you see it, you'll absolutely agree with me that it is one of the greatest yearbook pictures of all time. And comic books. So if you you go through a comic book. What it is uh, the comic book has to tell a story, and uh, as an as an avid reader, I value story above much else. You know, as you know, as we exist, we're living a story. Even if you think you're doing nothing, that in and of itself tells a story. I was just thinking of a phrase as, as, as I was reading this issue of Iron Fist. This is Iron Fist number three, by the way. And it's a very interesting issue. I, you know, I recommend that you actually get this. And even if you just go to a comic store and just look through it and put it back on the shelf, you might not want to put it back after you read it. That's how compelling it is. Mike Perkins, fantastic work. You'll see. You'll, you'll see. I mean, this, if this guy is doing this monthly, this, this guy's a workhorse. I mean, uh... You have to go back and look at the output. Uh, it's, you know, yesterday was free comic book day. That's part of the reason this this whole thing is being is being inspired. I haven't even gone through a tenth of the books yet. I'm just taking my time. I mean, I got a huge stack. Now, if you go to minds.com/gmno, gmno. Minds.com. You, you should join it if you haven't. If, you're, if you've been on Facebook and you've had to deal with nonsense, like being banned ever, you having your, your account destroyed, which happened to one of my accounts. I mean, why the hell should you need to have more than one Facebook account because of ass hattery? And that's a word. So, you know, it's a, yeah, I made that up. And Pan Panic, blah, blah, blah. Huh. Uh, if you had to deal with any of that crap, you you have to be you have to be annoyed by it. And it's content that you that you put up, that they benefit from, and then at 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 their whim, they get to take down. And you never get to see again. You never get to use again. What if you you know there are, there are conversations you've had there. There's data that you've added. Uh, I had a great, uh, a, a great uh, bit of verbiage about an issue of Amazing Spider-Man, written by J. Michael Straczynski, the guy who did Babylon 5. You all know that. You don't know about this. He did a great set of issues about Hydra, the Marvel comic uh, versions of uh, a group of terrorists. Destroy, uh, attempting to destroy the aquifers, and uh, now that I'll leave that I'll leave that to your imagination. You should go 
pick it up. I believe it's uh, 620, 624. Could be off in this, in this year, too. But if you go to the store, somebody will tell you. The stores you go to Midtown Comics. Midtown Comics, I. Midtown Comics and Forbidden Planet, I'm pushing because they're two of the best stores in the city. Forbidden Planet forever. Midtown Comics, I, I knew the guy who's the, the, the high monkey muck there now. A great guy. And I'm so happy to see him actually doing, doing so fantastic. Um, uh, you know, most of my collection <laughs> is from uh, those guys uh, making, making all the stuff so affordable and so accessible. So thank you both. It's an unofficial endorsement, but if you want to send me money, you know where my Bitcoin and my PayPal are on my site. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. He said, now why the hell should you send me money? I got a sweet little girl. You've seen a picture on my site. I think she has a groucher glasses on. That's my magic spell to the world. All I want to do is keep her well-fed, safe, and loved. That's all I want to do. Now, I've had, uh, I've had an accident back in 2012 that I've gone into when I was riding through on Room 8. And if, hopefully if you got to read that there, you'll, you'll know sort of what I'm going through, which, uh, you know, it's been over five years, and it hasn't, uh, only recently have I gotten a breakthrough, and that was through acupuncture. So if you're experiencing any kind of weird ailment that American medicine has failed to uh, assist you in any way, try acupuncture. I actually have a doctor, and if you write me, I will give you his information, and the guy is fantastic. And he, and he knows what he's doing. I can attest to that, personally. So like I said, you know, go to minds.com slash GM, no. You'll see, the, you'll see the, the options there if you, want, if you want to put anything there. Now, I want to tell you, I don't, I don't just want handouts. I'm a fantastic computer guy. If you need any kind of remote admin done, you give me, uh, you give me any credentials I need, any IP address, I have it done. I can almost, I can, I can even do it without interrupting the client at all. That's how good I am. So, uh, and notice I said client. This is how you treat, this is how you treat people, people you work with. You treat them like they need to be treated, like you want to be treated. And you never denigrate it. Unfortunately, the thing with the accident is I have no short-term memory. It doesn't exist. So every once in a while, I'll go off on a tangent <laughs> on the subject and I'll get back to what I was talking about in the first place. So luckily, I have comic books all around me today, and that won't be a problem. So take a look at a comic, and you see it go from, it goes from one panel to the next, left to right, up to down, unless, of course, you're reading a... a an anime or a manga, manga book, and uh, it's the opposite. You have to look at the work these guys put into these panels. I mean, yeah, it's they, the fact that they do this monthly generally is is amazing. Yeah, and think about the old days and they have computers. All of this was done manually, analog. All right, and they got this done every month. And it was amazing. It's amazing stuff.
So, universe, grain of sand. Alright, you got that. I actually want some of you guys, some artists out there, to draw pictures of this representation and think about, and just think about the scale of it, what it would look like. Uh, I mean, you know, just, just think about that. We have universes all about us. Multitudes of them. All, and all of them can be represented exactly the same way. And think of that. I think, you know, now are we the focus of the universe? Are we? The focus is elsewhere. Now, why would, the, why would the focus need to be there? Why not? But, uh, that's just something I want you to think of. Just, I know there's some fantastic artists out there. You've seen them in my feed. And there are, of course, other ones I don't even know about, that, but they were there. I will find you eventually. And what I do is, I mean, I have, uh, I, I built up the points amazingly. There are guys with a lot more points out there, but I, I boost pieces. And this is one thing you get to do on mines. You can boost other people's work as well as your own. And you boost up, and it's just, uh, it's just, it's great. Yeah, and you're, not, and you're doing it by interaction. You're not putting money out of your wallet to send out vapid stuff about your, the, the cheese sandwich you had this morning. All right? You're, you're sending out good information. They call it minds, after all. So there's, uh, there's nothing but information being put out. I'm sure there's a cheese sandwich up here someplace, and you know if it's a really good cheese sandwich, yeah, let us all know about it. But don't, you know, every cheese sandwich you're having every day can't be that bloody good that you would, that we need to see a picture of it. You should actually send out information about, for example, scumbags, yes. And then we get back, we get back to politics, scumbags, child molesters, child rapists, child traffickers, child organ traffickers. Child murderers. Are we going to put up with that crap? I'm going to try and keep this in, mostly infective for a dozen. Uh, you know, I had a story, and, and remind me to get back to my point. My story about walking around one day looking for work uh, a couple of decades ago. And uh, shoes were in agreement with me that day. So by the time I was on the way back home, the feet were very tender. I wanted to get a seat. It was a Borough Hall on the A train. And I get on a train now, usually, at, usually you getting on Borough Hall and expecting to get a seat is ridiculous. All right, the, the, the platform is swamped. You're not getting a seat unless you're, unless you're lucky. I was lucky this day, but not, in, not initially. I get on the train, and it's, it's half it's half full. There's you know some people standing. A couple of seats were available for people coming in, but there was a row of seats. And if you know how the trains are si are, are situated in, in New York City, it's, uh, there are there are there are sets of trains with just a straight bench. Then there's sets of trains with uh, other seats perpendicular to the other seats. And they're in sets of three, and then the perpendicular seats are bunch bunch as uh, two seaters. So this there was this idiot laid out upon uh, upon uh, the bench of three seats, and I said the hell with us. I can say that, right? That's all right. 
I, and I've seen I've seen officers do it to uh, to rouse the homeless off the trains. I did the same thing. I rapped above him on the seat and said, "Get up, buddy." So he rouses. It's a teenager, and he goes uh, into a little tirade, peppered by four-letter words every fourth word, and I need and and like. I said, guy, uh, do you talk to your mother with that mouth? Uh, huh? Uh, more invectives. Listen, just sit up. I could care less if you, you, you want to talk like that. Just sit, get your ass up so I can sit down. I said, what you can do? Go tell the conductor. He's right there. I was in the first car. He's right there. Go knock on the door and tell him and tell, and tell him I woke you up off the seat so everybody can sit down. So he got up, I got somebody else a seat, I got myself a seat. And then, that was enough of that. So, no need to talk like that all the time. It's just stupid. Now, pedophile island. Why, why, why is that something that we're, uh, we're allowing to exist? Do you understand? I wrote this down, and I stand behind this. I'm telling you this right now. If I possessed the ordinance, I would sink that bloody island myself. Do you understand? Sink it. I'd hit with a nuke and blow that thing out of the friggin' universe. But I don't. But I will settle, instead, for having the children rescued... And having everyone on that bloody island incarcerated for their lives. Done. Basically, you're being buried in the back of that prison. Because that's what you deserve. Alright? That's that. Ow. If you go on Twitter, and yes, I'm on Twitter, look for... And there's underscores between every letter. Every, you know, between, you know. The letters are C-A-N-S-T. So there are four underscores in between the letters C-A-N-S-T. And that stands for Children Are Not Sex Toys. And no. No. I've seen a video by uh, Dr. Doc Marquis. It was featured on the Hagman Hagman Report. This was 10 days after we were rescued by Donald John Trump last year. Ten days after that, Thanksgiving, right before Thanksgiving, this video played on the Hagman Hagman Report, and it showed a demon manifestation on this plane. Now, I've given you the date, 11-18, look it up. Sit through the video. There's one time I tell you, you have, you have to sit there and you have to watch it. I mean, uh, there, there are 
they're accused, but see them for yourself. You need to listen to the guy. Uh, bring it up. He's going to talk it up so, so you understand what you're, you're going to see, and then when you see it, you'll see for yourself. Now, this is my surmise. All right? I have no hard evidence of this, but regardless, that if he hadn't won, and instead, the one who decides that they will take no responsibility at all whatsoever for what they did had stolen the election, our planet, our planet would have been overrun with these demons, and I, I imagine there would be another uh, big washing of this planet. That's a, that's a doozy, isn't it? Now, look at the video, look at it. Take some time today. It's Sunday. I mean, you know. Take a little time. It's early yet. Just watch it. It's two hours. Two hours at the most. In fact, if you invest just the first 34 minutes, that's all you need to do. And look at it for yourself. Now, if there are any questions, well, you know where my, my blog is, my Twitter account. Hit me up. I'll be glad to answer any questions you have. Uh, so let's see. What? What, what, what? So the comics. Okay. Let's see. Watchmen? I have a, actually have a bit of a sore point with Watchmen because uh, Watchmen, I was watching Watchmen when my best Mac laptop broke. At the time. I mean, I got a better one now. But uh, it was my pride and joy, and uh, I killed it, watching Watchmen. Now, nothing to do with the book at all. That book still remains in my top ten comics to read of all time. It's never, it's never going to leave the list, all right? Despite what happened with that before Watchmen, hot garbage. I mean, oh, let me tell you, there's uh, not boycotting the artists involved. They, they, they did a job that uh, they thought, and probably, I'm sure they all thought in some way it would be cool to do, to have some, some, some part in, in the story. The problem is, none of it is part of the damn story. They got it all wrong with, uh, with JFK and the comedian. It's all fucking wrong. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, obviously they didn't. They didn't. They didn't get his approval for it. And probably David's just like, I don't know. Do what you want. But uh, no, they didn't get his approval because they got it all fucking wrong. Read Watchmen and then read that. Read that. That crap and tell me that they got it right. You'll see. I mean, wow. They all just all bloody wrong. All wrong. But the guys, you know, they did they did what they could with the, with the stories. And uh, you know, I'm sure they didn't mean any harm. But man, just leave Watchmen alone. There's no need for that crap. And then the, and then the movie. Okay. See now I can now I can get into a good rant. All right. Let me let me stretch here. Okay, this is gonna be. 
this is gonna knock your socks off. It shouldn't though. If you've if you read Watchmen, you understand Watchmen. You'll understand why the movie is hot garbage. I mean, all right, they did the 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 bullet blah scenes. All right, uh, you know what? All that was completely unnecessary. All right, you tell the story right. You do that scene in five seconds, and it makes sense. Not even five. Well, you need more. You need ten seconds. Okay, to do it right. But still, that whole three minutes of blah 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 bad kung fu hot garbage. Uh, okay, the movie ends with Doctor Manhattan being the big bad of the movie. He did all the nasty stuff, and they're gonna chase him around the world with the the tachyon. Uh, no, the intrinsic field uh, generators. Removers. Oh, my poor brain. All right. That is so that we can possibly have, and that, that was to see if uh, the demand was there for a Watchman 2. Not written by Alan Moore, drawn by Dave Gibbons. And probably like the biggest load of hot garbage that you would ever happen to see on film. Or the equal, now I haven't seen it. I think it would go up on Battlefield Earth, but listen, you gotta see it to, to make fun of it, so I'm not doing that. When I see it, I'll give you a review, and I'll make sure it's honest. Alright, the one thing the one thing I can do is that. Just like my roommate pieces. Honest. Thousands of readers. Then you want to hide my feeds. Ooh, ooh, don't let anyone know that this guy, uh, this guy, uh, people like reading what he writes. People like reading it because I'm telling the damn truth. All right. Not, not hot garbage statistics, and not. I'm not talking about you, Larry. I think you know what I'm talking about. Just crap, regurgitating garbage, and then spreading stupid scandal about like uh, De Blasio's wife. I met, I met Bill. All right. I like him. I wish he would. Uh, wouldn't be kowtowing to stupidity. But I like the guy, I like his wife. And, uh, you know, talking about her being a fucking lesbian, like, uh, like you're, you're any fucking better scumbag, you know what I'm fucking talking about. Oh, sorry, see, now I just went to, uh. Well, that's what happens. I gotta be honest, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend I like, like scumbagger, because I don't. Alright? I don't, but back to Watchmen, the freaking hot garbage movie. Alright, so that's how, that's how it ended. Alright? That was all to make way for a sequel. And it ignores the actual idea of the movie. Okay, so let me tell you what happens in the book. Because, uh, if you started with the movie and then you, and then you read the book, well, probably, probably the book doesn't make any sense because it's not, you know, it's, it's not like the movie. It's not like the movie. No, the book is the only thing that makes sense. The movie is hot garbage. This is why. That's how the book ends. So they get to Antarctica. And they have to fight. And then Adrian gloats. And he tells him, I did it 35 minutes ago. What did he do 35 minutes ago? He took the monster clone from Robert Deschartain's brain and teleported it 
to Madison Square Garden where the Pale Horse concert was taking place. The monster teleported merged with the garden and everyone inside killed them all. The force of the teleportation also destroyed many blocks around. So in one fell swoop, he got rid of all the drugs, the, the druggies at the time. They were all on uh, what, what's called uh, KT-28s, I guess some sort of synthetic uh, crap that they were all taking. So he got them, he got pretty much, pretty much got them all. And, uh, what happened was, when they saw the monster, they all surmised that this was an alien attack. Now remember, remember they were on DEFCON 2. They were about, there was uh, that close to a uh, nuclear midnight in the book. Right, Nixon's still president. Russia, the document had in exile, all that crap, right? Then he comes back, right? So they all say, oh my god, we gotta, we have to get along. So no more war. And that's how, and that's how Watchmen ends. Now, the trick was that Rorschach's journal survives. Right now, you know, they showed at the end, but do you really get it? No, you don't get it because of the stupid ending. The stupid ending takes the whole thing away. The ending makes no sense because if there's no reason, there's no reason for the comedian to go to Moloch's apartment if there's no monster. Do you understand? It doesn't, it, it breaks the entire narrative. There's no reason for the comedian to break down and go to Moloch's apartment and talking and talk about the joke. Now if you get that, then you get why the movie doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. There's no, there's no monster. There's no comedian breaking down. Moloch doesn't find out. They don't they don't kill uh they don't kill Moloch. They can't they don't capture the they don't capture Rorschach. <laughs> you, I mean, I can, you want me to keep going? I've broken, I've broken over five parts of the whole damn story, just in, just in that. So now, oh, but uh, Doctor Manhattan is a bad villain. But how did it, 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 the the progression doesn't make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. So you see that. Now I'm not going to presume to know Alan Moore. All right, you know. I think I, I think I wrote to him about Miracle Man. And probably he's like, I sawed off you on these fucking. But, but I meant it. I yeah, I meant it in all uh, in all sincerity that uh, the cliffhanger is killing me. So Neil, please tell me that you're still writing the damn thing because I need to know what what uh, what, what they say. I need to know what they say to each other. Miracle Man and Miracle Woman. I mean, that is just, it's killing me. And you gotta see, and I gotta see Johnny Bates. Oh, alright, so there's a, so there's a Watchmen thing. If you have any commentary on that, please, please, please. 
let's uh, let's get it going because I want to I I want to hear what people have to say about the movie. I think because I don't think I've seen this. I mean, I I think I've written it, but but saying it, I think uh, it tells the story much better. Somehow, when I when you write it, yeah, maybe the ideas end up getting more disjointed than anything. And I can't do anything about that. It's just the way you know. The way you you absorb information. So if you if you go to if you go to the blog, I also put it I put it up on Facebook and on Twitter about uh, free comic book day, and you'll see the giant stack of books I got. Like I say, I've barely been through them. I went through the Valiant book. I am teasing myself with the I Hate Image book. I mean, this looks like too much fun. I almost you know I, I got a page and a half into it. I I got to wait. But the, the cover, Scotty Young, uh, this guy, th this guy's incredible. It's, uh, it looks like too much fun, it really does. Just the, the, the Savage Dragon on the cover. Uh, great stuff. Uh, I don't know, what's this, what should I keep talking about here? So I got my, I got my little metaphysical thing out of the way before... I also want to recommend The Ambidextrous Universe by Martin Gardner. Should actually, you know, think think about that. Yeah, that's why that's why that's why I have concepts like that going through my head every once in a while. You also uh, should read some Richard Feynman if you haven't. That's why I try that's that that's part of the reason why I can I can come up with something like The Grain of Sand. With the universe, you got to see that uh, Iron Fist also. Iron Fist number three, and uh, I didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy yet. I mean, I just barely seen the first one. And you know, it's funny that uh, I, I I didn't. It, it kept coming back to me in like a weird flashbacks, where Chris Pratt was the scumbag in Warrant and Wanted. And it's great because he's such he's such a fantastic fucking scumbag. It's amazing. So uh, just you know, seeing him seeing him get his due in Hollywood, congrats to you, Chris. Good stuff. See, that's the. I'm sure you, if you know me, you know that I'm I'm not starstruck, and I really you know most of these guys can blow me. All right, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a real friend in Hollywood, and I always wish him well. And he's actually doing something new, and I hope it's, uh, hope it's kick ass. Um, but uh, there are a couple guys in Hollywood that I like. Chris Pratt would be one of them, because I think he, he, he's actually a pretty good guy. You know the way he is. He's uh, he's a guy. He's not some 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 prick that thinks they're doing something fantastic and. Uh, and the world owes them obeisance. It's nonsense. You're reading a you're you're reading a script into a into a camera. Please, yeah. And if you do it well, uh, yeah, that's good. But don't but don't get all fool yourself about it. You're reading you're reading to a camera. Who cares? It's uh, you know, you do something. You know, Marie Curie is somebody I admire. Okay. So, so I talked about, I talked about the comics, blah, 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 talked about the time of the lawsuits, what, the pedophile island, I mean, come on, 
It's like, you know what? Let me, okay, we, we, got, we got that out of the way. You know what, you know what I say, sink it. Sounds harsh. I know. Don't want to hurt those children. But I want you to, I want you to realize just what, kind of, just what kind of hell they're going through. Think about this. On your best day, you don't stay in bed and, and screw for 24 hours. Think about those kids. That's, that's, their, that's their daily lives. And mostly it's against their will. When you do that to a young child, you do something to them. Here's the reason I was the one to do this today, because I want to get this out. You do something to them. I know because it happened to me. I'm six foot four, I'm over 300 pounds. All right? Now, I wasn't that when I was in high school. But it happened to me. To hear, the, to hear my voice change with, uh, with that. It took me a long time to get that uh, straight into my head. Cost me what I think would have been a fantastic relationship with one of the most beautiful women in the world at that time. She still is, but I'm just telling you. She is like, now if you've seen, uh, okay, yeah. No, so you know Halle Berry as Storm from the X-Men, all right? But think instead think of her uh, in Swordfish, okay? That's what, that's what Christina looked like to me at the time. That got screwed up because some freak wanted to kiss me on a train. So think about this. As children are kidnapped and brought to this island, most likely they're beaten, they're starved, and then they're told that they don't want to be beaten and they don't want to be starved, that they will fornicate with anything that walks through the door. Think that's going to do something to them? ridiculous. And this freak has an island where this goes on? And we allow it? We run it by in the news like it's, like it's a vacation spot? What the hell? I mean, let me tell you. See, but if I were Donald John Trump, I would have written an order in invisible ink, right? And I would have held it up and showed everyone. I wouldn't say anything about it. They would all say, why is he holding up a blank piece of paper? Because I, I would have said later, after the rescue, 
that I wrote an executive order to have that island cleansed. I would have sent in a SEAL team and had every scumbag in that island shot in the head and every kid rescued. I would have those funds repatriated to Americans. And then I'd blast a big headline in every newspaper. I'd make them run it on the front page. Now, I'm not, not bridging free speech, but I went, I'm going to take, take, this, take this chance to let everyone know that we will not ever endorse pedophilia, pederasty, none of it. We're walking towards the light. We're not walking into the dark. There's enough of that. We know what happens when you go into the dark. So don't do it. We had a reprieve. You watch that demon manifestation, and you'll see just how close we came. All right now, you don't you don't hear me, uh, yeah, screaming, uh, screaming like a preacher here. You know why? Because there's no need for histrionics. There would be if the pantsuit war pig had prevailed. But there would be no. In fact, sorry. There wouldn't be any chance. I believe that on November 9th, there would just be fire every place. You watch the video, you tell me, you, you, you tell me if I'm unwarranted in thinking that. All right, so we got that. Sink the island. No more pedos. All right. Now, if you you go you go on Twitter, you go to uh, C underscore A underscore N underscore S underscore T. That is, that's my Twitter feed. You're gonna see. I've I've, uh, I've joined in. See, this, this, no, this is no official affiliation by any means, but, but uh, the people I, I'm going to mention, please, if you, you want to join up, just hit me up on Twitter. Uh, let's do something, because I'm absolutely serious about this. This is no bullshit. I want Pedo's wife from the face of the earth. Gone. There's absolutely no reason for you people to be around. You know, I'm not even people. is is an insult to humanity. To enjoin you. You should really, you know, they're, they're, they're the eugenicist. They talk about overpopulation is the stupidest thing in the world. All the, the all the earth that we have. The problem is, you, know, you want to keep it manageable, so you so you you you, you people calling yourself elitist can prance around at your leisure, uh, indulging every stupid whim. While people fawn around you just because you, your 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 funds, it's nonsense. You have no souls. You people should kill yourselves in order to save the earth. And we can go. This is what we need to do. We need to make the earth better. All right. Right now, it's being mired in mediocrity because of the whims of stupid scumbags with no imaginations and no souls. All right. There's no reason for Africa to be barren the way it is. It's just ridiculous.
It's absolutely ridiculous. You can grow, you can grow uh, produce inside of an apartment. Why the hell you can't grow it in Africa? That's just that's, it, it's moronic to uh, to persist in that. Yeah, but listen, this is what we just make the earth better. That's all we have to do. This thing, yeah, uh, you know, this this climate change. That's all it is. It's it's it's. Uh, let me let me tell you. Let me let me tell you. Uh, uh, mm. There's a there's a great story, a great story I have. I once uh, I once worked for a financial institution. A bunch of great guys. I mean, uh, yeah. I want to thank you for uh, the time I, I spent with you. I don't include you in this, but Wall Street is uh, populated by bomb feeders, and they love coke and they love whores. Now, I'm not against either of the two, okay? I'm going to tell you that, because they have their purpose, <laughs> all right? But I got to tell you, but you got to be responsible. You have to be accountable, all right? And most, most of the time, people on Wall Street are neither of those. You know why? Because it's your money. It's your money. They get you to part with your money, and then they blow it on coke and whores. I did a report on that at Room 8. This is all proven. This is not conjecture. I even know firsthand about it, okay? Firsthand, all right? So, that you know, it's, it's, uh, it's verifiable. Now... I was once invited to join in to the scumbaggery. This is why I can't do this. Is why I can't do stuff like this. I can't steal money from people. I can't do it. It's against my nature. And a lot of people can do that. Most of them are on Wall Street. They have no problem. You have no money, but you got enough money that they can they can it'll contribute to the Coke and Horse Fund. They will get it from you if they can get to you. Walked into a room, and I was introduced to the the head. We'll call him Mr. Mr. Snail. Mr. Snail sat in a corner of a room with a picture window, and uh, two of the walls had had a countertop uh, running along. And at the counter, uh, the the countertops were eight chairs, eight sections. <coughs> Excuse me. They all had a phone, Rolodex, an ashtray, and a script. And the eight people would sit in these chairs day by day, calling up unsuspecting suckers. Every next day, they would rotate the chairs. Leave the roll dishes where they were, and they'd call. And eventually they would get somebody to part with their money, and the day after they would call and tell them, oh, I'm sorry, your money went through. Bye-bye. This is like that South Park bit, where uh, <laughs> Kyle deposits some money, and then, uh, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Funny on South Park, not funny in real life. All right, but this is what happens. Why? Why? Because coke and horse. 
and it's your money. I've uh, I've talked about three movies. I've talked about Charles Ferguson's wonderful Inside Job, narrated by Matt Damon. I've talked about Margin Call. And lastly, but not leastly, The Big Short, with uh, with my man Christian Bale, among others. Right. This is this is the lesson. This is the lesson of these movies. Make laws. Make laws that stop real crime. All right. We all know about the purse snatcher. He's a, he's a he's a he's a bit of a scumbag. Usually usually he's he's not in control of himself. He's letting drugs take in his life or drink, and so and so he he can't make a living. He has to steal because he can't control himself. We've seen it on, uh, in fact, uh, was it two days ago? Okay, then yes, no, yes, two days ago, Friday, I believe, that there's there is some scumbag. He attacked twice in Harlem. He punches a woman in the face to steal her purse, like a monkey. And make it remember, remember, I mentioned in the beginning, I'm a big black guy. All right, I'm calling him a monkey because he's a monkey. All right, there's no reason for that crap. You can't control yourself. You know what you do? Throw yourself off a bridge, because there's no there's no there's no need for you to be around. All right. Now I say that I say that as as a, as a humanist, you are a waste of oxygen if you're that much of a monkey. All right. Period. I make no apologies for that. Throw yourself off of a bridge and save all of us in misery. We don't need you around. If you're that much of an ape, that you can't control yourself. You know, I, I, now I can say that I can say that with confidence. They did, they did a study with uh, chimpanzees, very intelligent uh, primates, right? Chimpanzee, where they offered it, uh, where they offered uh, crack and food, and unfortunately, each and every time. It, uh, it shooed the food for the drugs and died. So if you're going to do that, well, why waste all the time and all the, and all, and all the, the attacks and just kill yourself now? There's no need for you, no need for you to, to pollute us all with your presence. Absolutely not. But uh, movies, inside job. The lesson is to uh, stop crime, real crime. So I mentioned the person after to mention this. So he does that. It affects one person. Now, let's go back to the Enron thing. My, I mean, my easiest example. I have to tell you this, and this is you know. This is just one of those weird things, and things, these things happen to me all the time. That I had a month-long migraine until the stock crashed. Hey, the Enron story is this. Now, I may, I, I, I may flub up uh, some, some of the uh, financial crap, all right? Because, you know, like I say, I'm not, I'm not a money-hungry scumbag. 
Now, when you uh, you invest in your 401k, I believe there's a cap on it. Enron removed the cap and said, donate, donate as much as you want and we'll double it. Now, so if you're working for this company, you get, you get such an option. Well, why wouldn't you max it out? Take a little hardship now. Max it out. Because when you retire, oh, forget about it. Oh, hey, I'm going to get a yacht. Oh, I'm going to extend the house. Oh, I'm going to get a second house. Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, well, Atlantic City, uh, Vegas, here I come. Oh, this is going to be fantastic. Where's my straw hat? And then you get a little whisper. And the whisper says, Psst, hey, the stock is tanking. Get your money out now. Get it now. Wow. Okay, so you, wow, then now that's a hell of a whisper. I mean, tanking. Um, well, well, there goes my yacht, I guess, but hey, I can still, I can, I can still get by, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with what I got. No worries, no worries. All right, hey, um, yeah, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to sell my, Excuse me. Well, I'm having trouble uh, divesting in. Um, hello. And what you're told is you can't sell your shares. You can't sell your shares. And there's a ticker on the screen. And this, the stock is dropping faster than a fat guy off of the side of a cliff. I mean, it's dropping. And like, well, what, what, what do you mean I can't sell my stocks? This is my, my 401k every day. I mean, what, what do you mean I can't sell my stocks? Now, you find out that scumbag Kenny Lay has just sold how many millions of his, uh, of his shares? They said, what do you mean he sold? I can't sell my, I can't sell my, uh, my, my lousy shares and he's selling. What, what kind of... And the stock is still dropping. I mean, this fat guy is gaining speed. He, when he hits, it's going to be like a meteor. And it hits. Bam! <clears throat> the stock went from $80 a share to $0.25 cents a share. You do the math. Just do it. Do it. Let's say, let's say you had 100 shares. 100 shares. Simple. All right? $80 a share. All right? How much is that worth, right? Now, hey, let's try this calculation again. But uh, take out that 80. Throw in 25 cents. All right? Throw in a quarter. All right? Let's do that math again. All right? That's what you got. That's what you got. How do you feel? Right? And you put all that money into it. Eating out of Raymond noodles. And don't eat those, guys, by the way. <laughs> don't eat them. Especially not the freaking cup. But uh, you did that. You said, ah, I'm going to be lean now, but I'm going to be flushed later. And no, you got flushed is what happened. And then... Uh, now they actually threw they actually gave him a real prison sentence as opposed to these other guys 
who pay a fine with the money they stole. What kind of lesson is that? And then they and then they say, oh, please don't make a law that makes this officially bad. I promise I won't do it again. Okay? But why did I mention three movies? Because they've done it again each and every time. And they keep, and they still, they're still doing it. So why are we trusting him? We don't trust purse snatchers. They steal one purse. So why do you trust a scumbag who steals a million purses all at the same time? In fact, the fact that he steals a million purses at the same time should afford him a more a harsher crime, a harsher penalty. Why the hell are you coddling scumbags who do that? You remember 1987? Do you know people have thrown themselves out of the windows in downtown Manhattan? Which is why the windows on Wall Street don't open anymore. They were jump. They were jumping like fleas. You think about it. You think about. It. I got. I got to go back groceries. After sitting here in a in a fat cat uh, a, a fat cat uh, studio. Oof. Street can't come fast enough for you. Ugh. So, you know, I, I'd say, I say it's not coming to us for handouts when you fuck up, all right? I have to throw in the invective there because nothing, nothing gets it right there, just like that. When you screw up, stop coming to us, all right? Main Street has had enough of Wall Street picking his pockets, I should mention here that we should do that 1% trend, transaction tax. We did calculations, and, and what it would do is it would generate funds in the quadrillions, enough to cover every human being on Earth. Basically, every human being on Earth should be covered anyway, because now, now, I, get into, uh, now I get into the fun stuff. Because taxes were not to be levied upon wages, they were to be levied upon income. Income being money that you didn't earn. You earn money through the trade of your blood, sweat, tears, and time. Not from winning a lottery. You win a lottery, there was no effort involved. The only effort was exchanging the funds for the chance. And it's a chance. And it's a chance. So it's seen as a profit because you didn't earn it. It just you just happened to chance upon it. All right, that was the big trick. See, it's semantics that trap us all. It's a trick. It's a word trick. It's a substitution. One word doesn't mean another because then it will just be the same word. This is what you have to understand. See, you know. It's a trick. So we have to go back to... You know, the, now, this is the original 13th Amendment. Now, see, now, I'm going to tell you this. I'm a big proponent of that. Now, first of all, so I don't, first of all, I don't ascribe to the, the, the three-fifths theory, obviously. Hmm. 
At least not for me, anyway. You know, if, you, know, if you want to be an asshat and you want, I want my 40 acres and a mule, and, uh, and you'll ascribe to that three-fifths of a man crab, that's up to you. I know I, I, know I don't. And a bunch of crap. Now, having said that, obviously if you reinstate the original 13th Amendment, it throws other things out of whack. I'm disregarding that whole thing. This is why the original 13th Amendment is important and, and, and the, the folly that we let loose by having it, having it removed. The original 13th Amendment is also known as the Titles of Nobility Amendment. Which, uh, which basically said that if you uh, accepted a favor from a foreign nation, you could not have a government position in the United States. I think it's very sound, very sound policy. But somehow someone, someone cottoned to that a long time ago and figured that we need to have that removed. Excuse me. In the War of 1812, the building was burned containing all known copies of the recently ratified Constitution at the time, and it had recently ratified, to my knowledge, the 13th Amendment. Now, the thing is, uh, when it was a part of the Articles of Confederation, I believe it was Article 9, that uh, it didn't have a po- it didn't have a, a punishment applied a proper punishment, and so when it transferred uh, when it transferred over that as uh, the Thirteenth Amendment, I believe that was uh, that was in discussion with the ratification. I think that would be that would have been the next step, but we never got to that because uh, it all got burned and all evidence, all physical evidence, uh, destroyed. And then it was replaced by this nonsense 13th Amendment, which uh, it was nonsense in the first place, because since we, didn't, we never started slavery in the United States proper, it wasn't, it wasn't, through, it wasn't through anything that, that America did, that we needed an amendment to stop it. It would just stop it and, 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 and show that it had nothing to do with the United States proper. And it doesn't. If you think about it, if the, if the United States itself had a policy for slavery, then why the hell do we have people uh, integrated as it is now? I mean, you can, you, can force, you can force idiots to work next to each other, but they're never going to be friends. So why do we have, why do we have uh, integration? It's because people are people. Now, some people are a lot cooler than other people, and that we all know, all right? So some, so, so some people need to get, uh, get their heads out of their asses and stop, and, and stop their stupidity. But now I bring, I, bring that, I bring that up to bring this up. We have a bunch of criminals who have escaped punishment simply by dint of having been lawyers. Now, I have, uh, I have a couple of cases pending, so obviously I have no problem with those lawyers, 
And I have a friend who's I have a friend who I call the rainmaker, and he is a rainmaker and a guy who's done amazing things. He's also endured the biggest load of scumbaggery I've seen in my life. So do I want to do I want to mention him? Of course I do. His name is John Kennedy O'Hara, great friend of mine, and I have the distinct pleasure of letting you know that he was exonerated of his so-called crime, the, the, the put-upon by Breezy Point Joe. So, he's back to, he's back to making, making the rain come. This is what he does. So, this is a, this talk is in dedication to a number of people. One, of course, is uh, John Kenny O'Hara. Congratulations to you. The next person would be the dearly departed Kung Fu Judge, John Phillips. John Phillips uh, could have enjoyed a fantastic retirement and uh, and instead, he decided that he would help out and run for the DA's office in Brooklyn. So Breezy Point Joe got wind of that. You all know who he is. He got wind of it and went on his way to renew permit for his pistol. He was grabbed. He was put under a guardianship. His property was sold pennies, pennies on the dollar. His house was burnt down to destroy evidence and looted, looted first and then, and then burnt to the ground. And he was housed in what was purportedly an assisted living care facility, which instead was a, uh, a jail disguised as a building in the Bronx. Did I mention that he uh, lived in Brooklyn? He was he was allowed no visitors, and that and and that would have been his fate if not for the work of John O'Hara. He got him out of there. He got an investigation into the Guardians. One of them, at least one of them, was prosecuted and removed. Uh, and uh, at least we got we got uh, Judge Phillips back in Brooklyn. He died alone from a, a non-diabetic diet when he was diagnosed as a diabetic. got me in a mood. But, okay. But don't let, uh, you know, enforce, in, enforce laws the way they should be. Equally and across the board. 
when you let scumbags run free, it emboldens the rest of the scumbags to do as much as they can, because, well, you're not punishing them, so why, so, so why should we uh, listen to you? This is, this is what you don't want. You, you don't want real anarchy when people realize that you're coddling these scumbags and yet holding, holding, a, uh, holding a whip over the rest of us. When there's a lot more of us than there are you. So do you really want do you really want to force that confrontation? Because if we know it's coming, we have nothing to lose, do we? So do you really want that? This is what you do. Go find you the fact that we got we got your island. All of you go go and get on that island and stay there. I have a, I, I've uh, incorporated a new bunch of uh, taglines <laughs> for these situations, where I say I, I say either walk out or get carried out in a Ziploc bag. I had a, I have a new one, which is uh, leave or get swept up into a dustpan, where you know uh, someone shoots an RPG at you and turns you into dust. Okay. We don't want you around. Do nothing but spread misery and make everything mediocre. We want everything to be better. All right? It's a very simple thing. We want, we want the earth to get better. We don't need your carbon tax. We don't need your silliness. We don't want your scumbaggery. We want you gone. So you can leave. Or you can blow away in the wind. So this is uh, this is the end of Franken talk. So I will be coming in. Now I'll probably just come in. I'd like to, I'd like to hear what you have to say anyway. If you, I was going to actually play some more music, but I actually got too uh, too into uh, talking. Well, my intro is going to be Michael Schenker's Captain Nemo. So I don't know if. Uh, if you're right, me let me know if I should play the whole thing or just play the intro and uh, and fade it down. I, and uh, anyway, I will talk to you again soon. So, like I said, uh, if you need any kind of remote administration done, I'm your man. I ra- I like to earn money. I don't like to I don't like uh, to be handed anything. And I'll do I do a fantastic job. Or you need someone to do phone calls for you. Let me know if it's uh, I can do I can do some kind of part time work. I just can't I I can't uh, I can't do it eight hours a day or five days a week. But as you can see, I'm very articulate. This is not was a job interview. <laughs> no, but uh, I I was I was I was tasked to redo my resume. And I'm so tired of uh, redoing it. It's, it's just ridiculous. Let me tell you this. I've uh, administrate an entire uh, medical facility. Sometimes, uh, sometimes in two shifts. Where, whereas, uh, this is this is what I did. I think I, I talked about this in a video. But since uh, <clears throat> of all the time I want for this, I would come in in the afternoons on Saturday. And every month, every month on a Saturday night, they would have a generator test. The generator test would last eight hours. So 
And what happens, what, what would happen would be that they have emergency sockets that, uh, that equipment that can't be interrupted uh, is plugged into, and the power is switched from general power to the generator. And when that happens, of course, everything that's not connected to those sockets turns off. So, uh, my, my job basically consisted of <coughs> doing reports, uh, excuse me, running backups for the data, the hospital data, and for the, and for the computer systems, and uh, taking, care, taking care of the computers, of course, the computers, the, computers, the printers, uh, uh, making sure that the physicians can, can make their orders, and uh, sort of other, you know, things. Plus, of course, the upkeep of uh, the office. I actually, ran, I actually ran the office in addition to that at, at some point. So uh, the generator test would happen four hours into the shift. That happened. I had to turn everything back on. Everything. And uh, at least, you know, in the, in the medical facility proper. I'm sure there were other rooms that uh, had equipment that needed to be turned on, but I, I, w I didn't have to be concerned about that. So I would go, uh, I, 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 I talked about the circuit, emergency room, the ICUs, then, uh, then the, the regular wards, and then the psych wards. Psych wards last because uh, the doors were locked, and I couldn't, just, I couldn't just come and go as I pleased. I had to be led in and out of each, each area. So, so I did that. And then I got back, I got back, I would finish the reports, finish the backups, that's the end of my shift. Now, if I got stuck doing it twice, I did that twice. Which meant uh, tra traversing the entire facility, <laughs> you know, twice in this, this manic circuit to, uh, to ensure everything is uh, working. Alright, so that was, uh, that was almost five years. And then I was forced out by uh, scumbags. I, you know, basically, almost every everything I've done uh, ends with that. Not everything, of course. I've had some very, uh, very good jobs that uh, that I had to leave, like uh, the job I had before the accidents. Bef then, uh, not the job I had during the accident. The job I had before the accident. Fantastic time. Uh, I fixed a couple thousand laptops, I, I help many thousands of people, we have fantastic interactions, I, of course I've run, into, I've run into silly people, but when you, uh, when you know what you're doing, you, make, you can maintain your composure at all points, and at all times, and prevail, which is what I did. Um... I don't know, but but uh, but yeah, but doing the resume over is just so it's I, I I can't deal with it. But I'd like I I would like for this to serve as my as my uh, CV. If you have any questions, uh, you know you know where I am. I mean, can I can I, I could give out an email, but uh, I I'd prefer. No, I mean I have the Twitter account, so you can you can PM me in Twitter. C underscore A underscore N underscore S underscore T. Once again, that stands for children are not sex toys.
hit me up there. I have their PayPal link. I think it's uh, paypal.me slash gmno. I made it easy, didn't I? <laughs> and then I have the, the Bitcoin address. Uh, you know, I just, I'm, the Bitcoins I'm just holding on to, and uh, maybe one day I will just give them out. Wouldn't that be fun? Just do a little contest. I give a Bitcoin here, Bitcoin there. And try to help out, help out some people. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm a man of the people. But, uh, I guess, uh, I guess that's it for now. I'm going to actually turn on, turn on a show. I'm going to listen to uh, Dr. Ted Brower, the man who's instrumental in saving my life. I don't think I mentioned that before. I think I mentioned it in, in blog posts. But, uh, Dr. Ted Brower, you are my hero. And he's 61, and he looks fantastic. You, just, you should listen to the show. I, uh, I, I, I post in my feed, but go to healthmasters.com. Once again, no official endorsements, just my, my, personal, my personal appreciation for this man and everything he's done. So, uh, magnesium. Magnesium is something you should have every day. Yeah, see, I was going to wind down. I actually got something else to talk about. Get magnesium. I had two holes in my, in my head that wouldn't heal. And uh, I now just have, uh, I have some scabbing. The holes are gone. I have the picture, and I'll, and I'll post a picture for you if you really want to see it. I think it's a little gruesome considering. This, was, uh, this picture was taken in 2012, not long after the incident. That I now embrace for, uh, for Jesus. Yeah, he has taken he has taken upon himself to uh, to take up our sins. I have taken upon myself to take up this pain in in his in his name. Now you've heard reports, you've heard me you've heard me curse on on this talk. It's a uh, it's 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 words. I think that actions speak louder than words. My actions speak much louder than my cursing. It's a, it's a simple fact of life that you're going to hear these words. If you watch movies, you're going to hear these words. So it's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous to uh, try to segregate yourself from, from that, from those ideas. It's nice that, uh, you, you, it's nice that you, you could be surrounded by people that never utter an invective. I just want to tell you that it's unrealistic. And they have their place. But at the same time, as I told you about the, the story of the teenager on the train, there's no reason to mount those words every fourth word that you speak. It's ridiculous. You go get a vocabulary. Go read a book. There's no reason to talk like that. And don't call women son. I, I, I don't understand that at all. But you know, once again, it's probably like it's probably like the the pants hacking thing. You know, you understand it's a prison, it's a prison fad. And if you know what if you know what they do for, if you know what they do to people walk like that, <laughs> walk around like that in prison, you might think about putting your pants up. Just saying. Ah, <laughs> uh, what fun! What fun I'm having. So you know, I I would do this. Uh, 
I do this every Sunday morning, if you like. And uh, if you want to give me something, I can I can talk about those things. Uh, I was going to call into American Up Radio, but uh, but Mike had a full board on, and I should have called uh, I should have called in the day that he was talking about uh, he, he was talking about that reparations. Reparations. I uh, you understand how distasteful the whole idea is. But that that accounts for reparations all around. Do you understand? Why? Why is anyone? Why should anyone be made to pay for the sins of their ancestors if those sins even exist? Right? Oh, and let's see. Am I getting to a, a prickly subject? I've uh, I've already gotten to the prickly the prickly subject, so no need to rehash it now. And uh, like I said, my roommate readers know what I think about uh, such things. And you see a roommate, yeah, unfortunately, it's gone. You know, you see, you see what happens when you, uh, when you mess around. I had nothing to do, I had nothing to do with it. I did my best to, to, to keep it going. I mean, there were some, there were, there was, the roommate was along, around long before I was, I was. All right, but uh, it didn't last long after, after I was uh, exiled. And people do well to remember that. I'm not the enemy. I'm only here to help. And sometimes the help uh, doesn't taste that great. But uh, when you're starving, do you really care what you're going to eat? Now, you know, being allergic is one thing. Not liking something and and it being the only means of your sustenance, I think I, I think you'll uh, reconsider. There's a there's a word for that. There's a Hebrew word called salah. You will pause and consider. Another this is another thing I learned from uh, J. Michael Straczynski and uh, comics. I know why I goofed up on his name just then. It, it rolls off the tongue. It's it's phonetic. It's really no big deal. Uh... That's uh, from Rising Stars, another another series I would uh, recommend to uh, the neophyte reader who would like an experience uh, like no other. We've got, we got that, we got Watchmen. Get Squadron Supreme. I'm, yeah, I might as well go through my comics. This is a free comic book day uh, themed talk. Get that. Mark Renwald did a great job with that, that story. And uh, the, the funny thing is that, that he was a DC devotee, you know, even though he was a Marvel guy. And you can tell that, you can tell that by his appreciation of uh, the archetypes of uh, DC Comics. And, uh, hey, I, I, you know, I like DC Comics too. I just don't like them as so much as Marvel. But one thing I do like about DC Comics is that their, their breadth of imagination that breadth of imagination Marvel Comics didn't quite have, and now Marvel Comics is exper- experimenting and, and some some way surpassing DC in that regard. And uh, I can I can mention two books. Two books I mentioned to uh, I I told you that I mentioned uh, yeah no I met a, I met a couple of fantastic people online. One guy um, look for this on Facebook. Look for Zombie Baby. The guy made a zombie baby. All right, 
His name is Ezra. I don't know if he wants me to give out his full name, which is kind of crazy. But if, you, if I find it, I'll just put the link up, and you'll you'll get it that way. But hopefully, it won't be like you know weird. All of a sudden, he's getting like a million <laughs> requests. Um, and there's uh, there's a woman that uh, her six year old son. She, she came to Free Comic Book Day to get some books, and now she's going to get a, a, a buttload of books, because I just did. And uh, I wanted to introduce him, wanted to get him with a couple of comics. So I recommended, in addition to the totally awesome Hulk, and I explained, I explained the situation with Bruce Banner not being the Hulk, and uh, Captain America with the Secret Empire storyline, um, to get Hellcat and Squirrel Girl. And you're gonna say, "Wow, no, no, you gotta read. You have to read these books. First of all, okay. Uh, let me start with Hellcat, because Hellcat, Hellcat's a weird one, right? Hellcat, uh, right? Uh, Kate Leth and Brittany Williams. Fantastic, fantastic book. Now, uh, Patsy Walker is is an old romance character." She had, uh, she was one of the first comic characters uh, in existence. It's still, it's, uh, still around. She had, uh, she had a romance comic, uh, romance with uh, Buzz Baxter, her high school sweetheart. Buzz Baxter is now Mad Dog, a secret empire villain. Like, let's, I wonder if they're going to bring him back in. I wonder if they'll keep the new look that he has in, uh, in the Hellcat book. All right, but, uh, but you have to see him. You have to see him. He's, uh, they really, they came up with a great character concept for, for Mad Dog, and now he looks awesome. So I'd actually like to see him uh, in this new Secret Empire storyline. And I'd like to see a Hellcat crossover. Imagine that. Now, that, now that's going to blow somebody's mind. But look at the Hellcat book. I mean, it's fantastic. You've got a, you know, a whole new cast of characters. The Black Cat is in there. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. And Squirrel Girl. Now, if you if you had read comics, now remember I you know I'm I'm only forty seven. So my first experience with comics was uh late seventies. And uh the comics then had little blurbs on the bottoms of of a lot of the pages. Like advertising the the new books coming out. Or a book that's out that month that you should pick up because of something cool that's happening. Well, in Squirrel Girl, much the same is happening. Much the same you can see in the bottom. It said that it's a commentary upon the page that you're you're reading, and they're all fantastic. Uh, you know, uh, Erica Henderson and uh, why I can't remember a Squirrel Girl guy's name. Uh, uh, Ryan North. Yeah, blah. You see that? This memory is terrible. It's terrible. You go from uh, what I had, and if you knew, if you know me in person, you know what I'm talking about. To uh, to having no uh, no short term memory. It's it's. Uh, I I now I now feel your pain, everyone. Uh, but uh, I recommend those. Recommend those two books. So, so Marvel. If anything, you guys should be. Uh, Working up the PayPal for me, you know what I mean? Once again, I'll, I'll mention it again. What the hell? It's paypal.me slash gmno. <laughs> I'm 
getting good at that, aren't I? And I was just flipping through the uh, the Valiant uh, the Valiant offering for free comic book day. Hey, and it looks like Butler Rosa is still around. Butler Rosa did uh, he did the inks on this uh, this uh, one of the last the last uh, bunch of sets of the Punisher that uh, Garth Ennis did, the one that he didn't do with Steve Dillon, and uh, Butler Rosa was the inker, and boy, those inks were crazy. So I just see that he's did this weird illustration for Harbinger Wars 2 in the, the, in the back page of uh, Free Comic Book Day's uh, Valiant Offering. And uh, it's, it looks kind of cool. <laughs> looks kind of cool. I still got that hate, I hate image thing ready to go. I can't wait. And, uh, and I, was looking, I was looking through, and let me, let me confirm this, because I hate to say it, and then it's not true. I hate to say it, and it's not true. But no, 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 I don't. I do not see hide nor hair of Amy Schumer in the Barbie book. And imagine that. Imagine that. Amy, 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 Amy. Well, I said all I need to say in the Minds blog, so go see it there. I'm not going to, no need to, no need to pile on. Not now, anyway. I just wanted to mention because uh, it was that book was covering something, something that uh, I'm uh, I'm amazed to see. I'm, I'm glad to see is that uh, Chris uh, Jim Owsley, now known as Christopher Priest, uh, contributed uh, a book, a free comic book day called Catalyst Prime from Lion Forge. Now I gotta tell you, I just I just flipped through it quickly. And I see he's still he's still uh, up to his uh, his time tricks. Well, that's good. You, you know what you're doing, man. Yeah, zero. You should bring back zero as your own uh, your own work. Hopefully, you get to hear this, and uh, maybe I'll, I'll go to your site and, and and tell you that. Hopefully, you got the rights to that, and you can take it. You can you can do it here, because you in fact you should do zero as a movie. You see how Mark Miller's uh, getting away with all these things. It kind of, they, they kind of, they have cool contests, but uh, they kind of half-assed, all right? I think zero you could do perfectly. Now, who the heck would be zero though, right? Uh, each one. Uh, I would, you know what, do I would, I would suggest. And I don't know if you want to make him blonde, but I guess you could. Matt Bomer, as, as uh, the undercover zero. And uh, take your pick as as uh, basketball star zero. All right. I mean, because yeah, I'm sure you have you have your uh, your idealized version of who would play zero. So I I don't. But uh, but you want to get you want to get a guy who can get away with uh, get away with all that stuff. Matt Bomer is the new man for that. All right. You know, white collar. You t- I mean, you tell you tell me I'm wrong. I think I'm not. Oh, but uh, happy I'm happy to see Priest back in comics. Because the guy is a talent. It's just, just uh, I guess he gets, I don't know, it's like he gets bad breaks. You know, the whole thing with Spider-Man, I mean, uh, the Hobgoblin thing, ooh. But, but I, I got to tell you, it was, you know, Peter David, Peter David's still my man. He said, he set it up perfectly in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 289, so that it could be, it could be repaired a decade later by Roger Stern. But uh, you, you know, this is, this is a comic. I have I have it. I have uh, 
a separate copy of that so I can read it every once in a while. And uh, see, and, and another thing, uh, this, I am trying to get my collection back, guys. That's you know, I don't ask you, I don't ask you to, uh, I don't ask you uh, for for you know no purpose whatsoever. Besides my daughter, I have a fifteen thousand count comic book collection that is languishing in a storage locker in Florida. And I to tell you the truth, I don't know how much of it has been eaten through. And one of the books down there is Amazing Spider-Man 252, autographed by Stan Lee. Yes, I don't have it here. I know, can you believe it? I mean, oh. Ooh, ooh. So, I mean, just, just in... Just in hopes, this is what I want to do, guys. I want to make a comic book museum, donating my entire collection, minus you know, a couple of reading copies just for me to have, you know. Um, but I want, to, I want to make a comic book museum. I have 15,000 comics I'm ready to donate to put in the museum, in, including, you know, if I have to, that book. I mean, I'd rather I'd put that, I'd save that book. I have, uh, I have uh, a couple, a couple other books that I, that I'd rather, that I'd rather have personally. But the rest of them, you, the rest of them, put in a museum. Put make a make a comic book library. You know, you people borrow, read the comics. I don't care. I just don't want them being eaten by rats, <laughs> which is which is what's what's gonna. I don't know. I've already, it's already happened. I have no idea. That's 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 one of the things I, I've. Uh, I've also had to deal with for the last five years. I have my personal collection with me. No, I don't. No, I don't. So my little girl, the collection, that's all That's all I'm trying to do. And then the rest is just uh, help people out. That's what I do. So, anyway, let me know. Let me know if this talk has been uh, helpful to you. Uh, if, you if you want, uh, if you have any children that have been traumatized... Or know someone's been traumatized. They need someone to talk to. PM me on the Twitter feed with your number. I'll call you back. I'm good like that. I would appreciate. I would appreciate uh, something thrown my way. And I will keep doing what I do. Helping people out. I uh, in the mechanical drafting. I have one of my the, the, one of the best teachers in the world. Mr. Michael Lynch, also the dedication to Michael Lynch for the word perspective. He told us that. He says, uh, not necessarily anything to do with, uh, with his course, but it would be the most important word that we'll learn, or one of the most important words we'll learn in our lives. And he is absolutely right. And so I thank him for that. I helped someone in, in, uh, in that class get a better grade than I got. Because they, they felt that they were completely in completely enough. I had them do a couple of uh, simple steps. I said, if you can do this, you can do what I just did. And he did. That's the kind of, that's that's the kind of inspiration I like to be with people. That's the kind of inspiration I have been with people. You will see, you will ask people about me, and out of the out of the couple of dozen detractors I have, the majority of people that you'll 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 interact with and ask about my interaction with them will glow. That's all I do. I want to keep doing that. 
So, hopefully, hopefully you tell me. Do this every Sunday. I'll be glad to. I'll wake up. I'll wake up whenever time I wake up on Sundays. Now, if I had too much fun, it would be a late day. But I mean, yeah, I wake up before noon anyway. I mean, jeez. When when you're when you're used to sleeping only one hour a day for 150 days, sleep uh, sleep becomes precious, but not something you need to overdo. And that's what it was when I had the incident. It wound down to a point where I could sleep only one hour a day. And I survived 150 days of that. Now, Michael Jackson, and I wrote, I wrote about this on my own roommate. Michael Jackson survived 80 days with minimal sleep, if any sleep, and then, and then the, the injections of Profofol. Okay, now, I didn't take any Profofol. I'm not doing anything like that. That's, uh, I, you know, that's, that's a bad advice from a, from a physician. You know, that's not, uh, that's, that's nowhere near the Hippocratic Oath. That's for bullish sure. But uh, 150 days on one hour of sleep, you, you let me know what your sanity would be like. I was able to keep that. But that, that was from the, the love and support of my family and friends. And that's why I'm here today. And that's why I keep faith that things will be better because I'm trying to help them to get, to get better. So I want you to help me help things get better. Alrighty, I love you all. Thank you very much. Have a blessed day. Be well.